Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, y'all, hold on one second. Before we move on to our next topic, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Point number one, it's free. F-R-E-E. That means no money down. You can download the app and you can use it immediately. No money down, no bread, no nothing. Point number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. What am I saying? I'm saying you don't have to download any strange or or hard to learn software. You don't have to leave the comfort of your home. If you have a cell phone or a laptop, then that's all you need to start making your podcast on Anchor today. Point number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. Let me say it again. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify. I'm talking Apple Podcasts. I'm talking Google Podcasts. I'm talking I mean, everywhere, any podcast platform you can think of, Anchor will distribute it for you. So you post your podcast right here on Anchor, and then on your end, your job is done. Anchor's literally doing the work for you. Point number four, point number four, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Let me say that again for the people in the back. I said on Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means if one individual listens to your podcast, you can still make some money. Mm. Who don't like money? I know I do. In the last point, point number five, it's literally everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So listen, I don't know about y'all, but I love Anchor. I've been using it for a while. It's been amazing for the Porch Podcast. And I got other friends who have podcasts as well who have told me nothing but positive things about this app. So listen, you need to download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let me say that one more time. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm. O-R, that's anchor.fm to get started. This is The Porch. This is Darnell Smith. Let's get it, baby. Anchor, I love you. Yo, 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 what's popping? You kicking it with the coldest podcast in the world. I'm your co-host, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo. But of course you already knew that. And y'all know when I'm pulling up to The Porch, I can't pull up without my dog. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy D-Nail, a.k.a. D-Nice, a.k.a. Big Smitty. And this is the porch. Living a dream, I'm on the road, I'm with the team, I got a show, rolling up green, nigga get pulled, jump on the stage, crazy I go, shot to the top but was raising them lows, patiently working, attacking my goals, come to my section, I'm making a toast, this for the game, this for the bro. Hey, 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 I should just pop. I should just come up on. I should just come on a podcast just saying Donda, 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 Donda. But I don't want to lose no listeners. But I feel like a lot of people hating on my boy Ye, though. They hating a little bit. He do got a lot of songs on that damn album, though. 
look, 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 check this out. Check this out. This is, this is not typical of me saying this, you know what I mean? But I did have to listen to it maybe two to three times to be like, okay, this is a decent album versus like somebody listening to it the first time, bro. And they like, man, this shit weak. This shit horrible. Right. You know what I'm saying? I definitely think his, all of the, all of the shows and shit that he did, like the, the listening parties definitely overplayed the actual album, but the album is definitely decent. If we, if we cut the album down to about 16 songs, he has about eight or nine songs on there that are decent. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so for sure. You ride out to a, a 16, 16 song playlist where you know eight or eight or nine songs are good, bro. I mean, I live with those odds. You know no, for sure. I mean, the, the production of it is fire. Like we always know Kanye's like his beats and the production, how he put everything together. That's always going to be like top, top of the top caliber. You know what I'm saying? For me, you know, and I, I need to give it one more listen myself because there's so many songs. It was hard to just sit through 27 songs all, all at once. So I, I do need to give it another listen. But for me, I just want to lock in more so on the actual, you know, lyrics and, and what he's the saying content. more for the content, you know. Facts. I know he switched it more and he's, he's focused more on, like, God, which is great. You know, it's not negative at all. Um, but, yeah, I, I just want to lean in and really focus in on what he's saying from a bar standpoint. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Nah, it's solid though for sure. See, bro. I mean, I mean, listeners, I mean, you know me, of course, Dino, you know, like Kanye, favorite rapper, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But one thing that I probably will have more appreciation for uh moving forward is just him rapping more on the album. You know what I'm saying? It was just a lot of lot of noise, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Obviously, I'm not too musically inclined to put exactly what I what I what I think, but it was just like a lot of just production, a lot of just noise in the background, um, just the a, beat kind of a lot just, of repetitive like like hooks yeah, and like it, it, chants and stuff. It reminded like, me of like the old school like music, like back yeah, in like just the classical, in, like, just mute. Yeah, but it was just music. It was like an instrumental with like a few yeah. words. Exactly. I'm glad you said that. Like, cause like it was a couple songs, bro, where he'll get he'll get to spitting for like ten to fifteen seconds, bro, and then like the beat will just just continue to flow and he'll just stop spitting, and I'm like, damn. Like you should have just kept rolling, like the right. shit hard, like you know what I'm saying. But it is what it is, though. I think um, one thing about the listeners, you know what I'm saying, like the people like us that listen, I feel like I feel like we're we're hard, we're we're hard, we're hard uh, judges of of albums. You know what I'm saying? Because every song, I think people just assume they're supposed to be radio bangers. Like I'm supposed to just be boom, this song is supposed to, you know, every song that you post to hear, they think it's supposed to be, you know, number one. Obviously, rappers want to have that mindset, but you got to listen to the entire project, like, in its, like, totality. Like, people are automatically jumping, like, oh, shitty, woo-woo. And I'm like, damn, did you listen to the whole album? Like, did you really, like, listen and understand? Like, some people just kind of are quick to just throw shit out the window. And I'm not just talking about Kanye. I'm just talking about albums in general. People are always quick to say, well, it ain't a lot of hits on there. Like, it ain't a lot of, but I'm like, it's a good body of work though. You know what I mean? So. Nah, for sure. Just, I, I, just think, gotta, I just think you set the out. bar so high early on in his career, yeah, like with college dropout. And like, I mean, he got some historical Play albums. Yeah, 808 Heartbreaks. Come you know on. I mean? Life of Pablo, like the shit, all his shit fire. You know what I mean? Obviously, I'm a I'm a guy fair man, but you know the most recent album before that, the uh, I forgot what it was called more of the gospel. Um, oh yeah, album. I mean that, that was okay, but it kind of got away from the other nine albums that he put out that made Kanye Kanye. You know what I'm saying? The right. reason why I became a, a big Kanye fan. So I just wanted to get back to that. Nah, for sure, and, and that's what you mentioned it right there, man. Like him switching to like more of the gospel. That's what it makes it kind of hard to even judge him now. You know, you know what I mean? Because he's. He's kind of switched gears. So it's not like 
he's bad now. It's just as different. You know, we're looking for him to go out here, like you said, and start spitting. And he's transitioning right now, which is a great thing. You know, mm-hmm. he's getting closer to God, getting more spiritual. That's, you know, I'm never going to say anything negative towards that. But just from a strictly fan standpoint, it's like, yeah, like, I'm trying to hear that. I'm trying to hear Kanye just go crazy. I want to hear him snap. You know what I'm Facts. saying? So Facts. I don't know if we're going to hear that ever again, though. So we'll see. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just hope I just want Kanye to just I just feel like he just I don't know. He. He said he's he separated himself so 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 much from like just the the normal world and like his musician peers and stuff like that that it, it I think people it's gonna be hard for him to collaborate with people like Chris Brown was at his throat obviously Soldier Boy was at his throat like just a <laughs> lot of soldier. people are losing respect for somebody who's supposed to be like an iconic goat like people are just kind of thrown under the bus like that so. Uh, I just hope he just bounced back from it. Obviously, you know, the streams are out the roof. Like he's a fucking marketing genius because right. essentially, even though people don't like it, people are listening to it. You know what I mean? So um, I just, I just definitely want his name to still be, you know, in that, in that top, in that top tier uh, of rappers. But I definitely think people, if Kanye was in your top 10 hearing this, they, they probably would, would, you know, reconsider now though. Mm, no, nah, that's a good point. Let me ask you this before we switch off. You know, Kanye's a billionaire now, right? When he first come in, in, into the game, you know, he straight from Chicago. Like he, you see old videos of him. Like he ain't he ain't have much. It was more of more of that hunger. Do you mm-hmm. feel like it's harder to reach those those levels of success from a from a music standpoint when you've had so much, you got so much money and so much uh, success away from music? Like he's a billionaire. Like he don't need music no more. So now he's just making it just, just for fun. You think it's harder to produce that same level of greatness when you when you got everything you want to need? Absolutely, bro. Because I feel like for me, what makes Kanye so different, bro, is that he he changes the whole wave, bro. Like just think about his shoe game, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be real. I'm a Kanye fan. Like I like the Wave Runners. You know what I mean? I like a couple of the Boosts. Uh, but a lot of those shoes, a lot of the sandals and stuff, bro, they ugly as fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but seeing but seeing that he Kanye, you know what I'm saying? Seeing that he's he's changed so many different things, bro. You know, people are bought into that shit. Even if it's not appealing to the eye, somebody like Kanye is getting people to pay uh, a crazy amount of money for shoes that don't even look good. You know what I'm saying? So I think he knows that. He knows what he can bring as far as his creativity. So like when it goes into different aspects of, you know, maybe rapping or um, clothes or even a movie or something like that, he he feels like he has to continue to go over and above to show people how creative he is like at soldier field he had the uh the listening party like he set himself on fire bro like he built a house a model of his old house in chicago in the middle of fucking soldier field bro so like it's just like he's never gonna try to even out what he did before he's always gonna try to take that next step to really continue to get more and more creative bro so i mean it gotta be super hard for a nigga like that Nah, what one thousand percent, man? Like he's basically like just competing against himself. Absolutely, bro. You, you know what I mean? And when you've already been so great and reached a certain level of success, you know, within music, and you're trying to trump that, like you said, you have to you have to try things out and be different. It, it's just so hard, especially with with us as fans, because you know we always have that nostalgia for the past and the previous project. So it's it's, it's always gonna be hard. Even even this album was just amazing we probably would still say it ain't better than, than the old Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. no matter what he does, it's kind of hard to really trump that. So, but overall, like I said, I, I'm going to give it another listen. 
it is a solid album, but I think you made you made a great point that it's a lot of just music and sounds and not enough rapping. And that was my right. biggest thing there. So facts, bro. So hey, so obviously, listeners, man, welcome. You know what I mean? You're kicking it with the best right now. You know, I'm a Kanye mm-hmm. fan, so you know we had to get in and jump right to it. Straight to it. Man. But you know, we we back, we live. Hey, shout out to my boy Nate Ollie with the Chase God. All right, got the Chase God baseball tee. You know what I'm saying? Fire. Hey, we chasing God in everything we do, man. You know what I'm saying? I got the White Sox fitted on right now. Shout out to, you know, the White Sox. I think they are first in uh, AL Central. You know what okay. I'm saying? So we're getting close to, to showtime. You know what I mean? Where, you know, we may see them in the dance. Or maybe not. But, you know, I'm going to rep the South Side today. I die, man. I see you rocking over there. What you rocking over Come there, on, bro? man. R.I.P. To, to my goat, man. Kobe, Kobe Bean Bryant, man. My goat. R.I.P. Man, the eight number eight. It's a throwback right here. Some of y'all wasn't born on the porch when he had the eight on. Y'all only know twenty four. Born, bro, with the fro. They don't know Kobe with the fro. The mini fro, huh? They don't know that. We got young viewers on the porch right now. Born in born in two thousand, two thousand one. Thousands, bro. I was was hustling in two thousand. Bro, you said two thousands, bro. It's funny. So I got players and stuff that born like. 2005, six, you know what I mean? Just kind of young, young kids, you know what I mean? 14, 15, bro, they don't even know who Bone Crusher is, bro. They like, they don't even know what? people like that, bro. Like just significant figures, bro, in the hip hop community, bro. They don't even know who those type of guys are, bro. So that just kind of shows you how old Attention! we Oh, bro. Bone Crusher? Dang, we really getting old, man. That's crazy. They didn't do their research then. You didn't get them a project, coach. You know what I'm saying? I might have to, bro. I always be trying to throw some old, some old shit out there to try to try to see if they up to beat. You got a couple old, old souls on the team that that pick up some shit, but more than not, bro, they they all on these on these new rappers, bro. Some I don't even know, and that what which makes me feel even old, even more older than than I am, bro. So right, it is what it is, bro. But hey, sticking on music, bro. Obviously, CLB pop. You know what I mean? This morning. People was, people was on it before I even oh, got the got the crust out of my eyes. People was posting about it. I'm like, damn, I didn't even get to finish it. I, I listened to the first two or three songs, but I'm going to say, Drake is Drake. Y'all to a good start. <laughs> Certified lover boy. I mean, what can you say, bro? What can you say? That boy, Drew, he dropped the album at 2 a.m. Eastern time. I ain't never oh. heard nobody drop an album at 2 in the morning. Nah, for real, bro. I'm literally rocking my son, bro, just on social media. And people up 3.30, 4.30 in the morning posting about the album i'm like damn he stayed up all- but i love it though because it's certified lover boys it's, it's a lot of like you know love type music talking about yeah, relationship yeah. music and, and what time better than two in the morning to drop it you know what i mean a lot of a lot of things that went down at two in the morning yeah, in people's yeah. households and yeah, i ain't gonna yeah. say no specifics but y'all know what y'all doing at two in the morning so i think it's <laughs> great marketing man and you talk about marketing with with kanye the, the way drizzy all the billboards bro that's hard. all his features like, like, it's just like the, just the thought, the thought that was put into that, like everybody that's featured on my album, I'm going to make a billboard in your city. So people in your city can know that you own my album and I'm they're going to listen in. So he's going to just get people tuning in off the rip. Like, I don't know too many people that don't like Drake, right? but even if you don't and your favorite rapper from your own city is on there, you're going to tune in regardless. So Brian, I, mean, I want to say nothing, bro. I saw a billboard of, of me on 465, bro, and that. I saw, yeah, I didn't want to say nothing. He, he used my nickname, man. Uh, you know, Big S. Yeah, that's my street name, man. Big S is in here. So, uh, huh? Rap from Indy anyway. I feel like they're gonna have Ro James on that bitch or something. Man, shout out, shout out to my guy Skip, man. S K Y P P. 
DJ the DG Woogie. Stop playing, man. You better get along. You've been, you been in the city for too long, Bolo. Hey, put me in tune. Put me in tune. Like, hey, if I'm moving and I'm grooving, you know what I mean? Shit don't move if somebody don't put me to it. You feel shout, me? shout out to VIP Watts on the intro on my the dog. outro. Couldn't forget VIP. Come on, now, That's man. my dog right there. Couldn't leave that off there. For real. Yeah. Straight up. So, nah, hey, man, I'm rocking with the album, too. Like like you said, it came out a weird time, so I didn't have a chance to go through everything. But you do know, you know, you know I'm a big, I'm a big Young Money fan, period. But especially sure. I'm a big Wayne fan. So once I saw Wayne was featured on a song, I had to skip. Has to skip down low. Yeah, I think it's called. Yeah, you only you only live twice. They got little Wayne. And and I heard he went. I heard he went dumb on there too. Stupid, dumb. The old Wayne is back. I'm saying that right now. Everybody want to talk crazy. Listen to the actual bars he's spitting. Wayne is all the way back. He's locked in. I mean, has he ever left though? Some I don't think he did, but some people think he did. So for, for for the naysayers, for the people who said he fell off. For people who say he ain't the same, Wayne is back. I don't think he left, but for y'all, he back. Point Dang. one period. Listen to Shout it. out to Lil Wayne. Shout out to Young Money. Shout out to Drake. Definitely a great body of work. I only listen to two or three songs, but the poetry, first song poetry, five minutes, he just spitting. And like, I hate to compare, uh -oh. but I just wish it was a song on Donda where Kanye was just spitting for five minutes. Like Drake just spitting, like he just going, he just ripping that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying he, I mean, he the culture. I mean, Kanye is too, but he 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 playing that shit that we want to listen to. And you know, he got that soft melodic, like, you know what I mean? Uh, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, off the beat, just it just make you want to be like, damn, let me grab some champagne and just vibe to this dude right now. You know what I'm saying? I'll listen, I'll listen to it earlier, bro. And I'm and I'm just right, bro. myself on the highway, bro. I'm on the I'm on the I-10 in traffic, but I'm cool Ooh. with it. And I'm just yeah. vibing to it just uh-huh. That's what it is, boy. Just yeah, what you doing? I'm about to pull up. Yeah, uh-huh. All just, that. Just got paid happy. You know it's Friday. <laughs> Friday, bro. It's Friday. You already know what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's it's definitely a good thing to just see, you know. What I mean, these 10 plus year vets, you know, what I mean, the vets that's out, because obviously we've been seeing just a lot of new rappers come out with albums and projects and stuff. So yeah, just seeing some of the old heads come out with music still and just letting 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 the young boys know that hey, the young cat, the, the old cat still got it. You know what I'm saying? They they still out here. They still putting out music. You know what I'm saying? I uh I seen a a, a quick uh feature from your boy Kendrick. You yes, know sir. what I'm saying? I'm about to say that. Yeah. So he he cooking. They, they say he cooking. So you know what I mean. I'm excited yeah. to see see what he do because it's funny to see now like guys like J Cole, Kendrick. You know what I mean? Drake obviously been along long around for a long time, but they the old heads now in the game though. They they are Crazy. like the the OGs now in our in our hip hop game. Yeah, man. It's funny, man. We really getting old. It's crazy that the people that we grew up on and people who was like, you know, the, the, the people like the, the main guys, it's, it's like now the, the vets and the OGs. Uh, vets, bro. But yeah, I'm glad you brought up Kent. Yeah, because Kendrick got a, uh, I can't remember the name of the song, but it's him and uh, Lil' Kim or Baby King. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kendrick, and, I don't know if you heard it, but Kendrick, he going crazy. Yeah, they both going crazy on that song, bro. Yeah. I think Kendrick said something like um, Kanye might, he's like, Kanye might have changed, but I'm still that same old crazy Gemini. He going crazy. It's a certain line that I like. He going stupid. So shout out to Kendrick. Let me ask you this though, man. Cause listen, we all know it's the Kanye, it's the it's the Drizzy beef. They've been beefing for a long time. Can we be real right here on the porch and say that Drake is just a better rapper, a better artist than Kanye? Can we say that? Are you Whoa. are you are you willing to say that? Let me just say this. Let me just say this. All right, both rappers 
have ghostwriters. All right, let's 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 understand that both rappers have people that put music together for them. Okay, I think um, most artists got help though. If we be yeah, real. absolutely, most artists have help. It's a creative um, thing, you know what I'm saying? Like overall, overall, I think now, like seeing the last two pieces, and and I'm a Kanye fan, folks, don't slit my throat. I'm uh -oh. a Kanye fan. Seeing the last few projects. Drizzy, Drizzy, Drizzy definitely is 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 slightly ahead of Kanye um, in that regard. But I will say, um, putting together a project like overall like entertainment purposes, um, Kanye will never be touched when it comes to like mm. putting everything together. But um, a good body of music right now for like, like I feel like what makes me so frustrated, bro, is like we need. Like the culture needed good music, like right now. Like people were like dying to hear Kanye bring that shit. You know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, he didn't deliver like we wanted him to deliver. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like he didn't he didn't hit us with a knockout punch. You know what I mean? He maybe he maybe went to the 12th round and did what he needed to do, but we we need the knockout punch. A nigga like Drake, he coming with a knockout punch. He gonna give you what you want to hear when you want to hear it, type shit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes right. I think Kanye gets so caught up in his own little world, bro not riding the wave of what the culture is right now he's still on his on his same level so when people are listening to him they're not as receptive to it but when drake is spitting bro it's like okay he talking about that shit that everybody going through right now or he talking about that shit that people live in or they can really relate to it right away like they 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 grasping the concept of in, in his in his rapping right away versus kanye is gonna take you a minute to you know really pick up you know what he putting down so i'm gonna I'm a rock with jersey bro um, just for the simple reason that, I mean, he's more relatable to the culture right now. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, Drake just better. And I like Kanye. Like, I'm not dissing Kanye. Kanye's a legend. He's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the greatest of all time. Drizzy just better. <laughs> right you know, now, just right cause, now. Cause just don't, don't don't say it like that. Bro. He like, just better. But this stuff, we don't know porch. We got to keep it a buck. I'm going to keep it a buck, but I'm also like Giannis. We got to keep it a buck. Drizzy just better. Answer me this: Has Drizzy ever missed? Um, Give me one album you like Drizzy missed. Nah, he really ain't missed too much, bro. And you just said the last couple albums. I'm not gonna say you said. Well, I really don't missed, count the. But... I really, I really won't count the gospel one. Yeah, that's and then cool. Donda really ain't a miss neither, bro. Life of Pablo, like everything before that, bro, was a, a smash, bro. Like ten uh, albums. I like... feel like we got questions though with Kanye. I ain't gonna say all right. Maybe miss ain't the best word, but it's like. We have questions. It's like, ah. It's just, it's just. We don't question Drake. Drake is like, yeah, like, yeah. He's we, still... don't, we don't question Drake, bro, because Drake knows what to say, when to say it. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's he, part of he it. Knows, it, it. It's right. It's right, though. But Kanye puts out shit, how he puts out shit, and it's still a hit. Like, he does what he wants to do, and it's still a hit. But the thing that's most relatable about Drake is Drake will say a line, and Drake niggas, niggas will be like, damn, like, for real, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. I went, I, went, I, went through, I went through that the other day. You know what I'm saying? So, so, yeah. It's it, it is what it is, though. You know what I mean? I, I I will I will definitely say that. You know, I'm not saying Kanye taking the L, but Drake Drake definitely hot right now. He definitely he know what he's doing, um, and he know what people want to hear, and he putting that shit out. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm gonna but, say this: If Drizzy and Ye it was in a boxing match, no one would get knocked out. It would go it would go 12 rounds, but Drake would win by decision. So that's my that's that's my take right there. That's man. fair. That's fair. I'll yeah, take that, man. bro. So switching gears, bro. Um, 
Let's talk a little bit about sports, man. And yes. this is a unique situation right now because it was all over social media the last week or so. Um, is it Bishop Sycamore? Bishop Sycamore, man. Please, hey, break, um, please break it. This is the funniest story so I've heard Bishop in a long Sycamore, time. y'all, check this out, y'all, because I was able to really dig into, like, a story that actually had an older player come and speak uh, and really give his insight to what was going on when he was with Bishop Sycamore. So Bishop Sycamore supposedly is a high school um, in Ohio. All right, so um, fast forward, um, I think last week, or was it the week before last? Last week, any yeah. anytime, it was a couple weeks ago, they played on ESPN, okay? They played against IMG, okay? IMG is probably one of the most notarized programs yes. uh, in the nation when it comes to all sports, soccer, baseball, football. I mean, like 90, 95% of their kids are going D1, essentially. Like, I know people that go to IMG transfer from some of the top-tier programs, you know, in their prospective city, Yep. to go transfer to those, to those schools. Right. So it's just the best of the best. Right. So um, they ended up playing Bishop Sycamore. All right. I don't know how, I don't know how this ended up happening, but they played them on a nationally tele televised program, which is ESPN. And I was just telling one of the coaches that somebody at ESPN might lose their job just because Man. they had all of these players uh, guys, Bishop Sycamore had, players that were supposedly be uh d1 athletes um Hugo athletes. guys yeah and then in the, the i guess the the announcers couldn't even really speak to these players because they didn't know anything about them you know what i'm saying so right. um they ended up losing what was like 53 to 0 55 to 0 or something getting they there got and looking into it further i guess somebody did some investigating and they figured out that the coach uh had a, a warrant out for his arrest all right. There were uh, players who actually were not high school football players, but they were uh, on ass men. And yeah. And they, and they said like, even some of the players weren't even Juco. They were just like 19 year olds, you know, looking to play football. They didn't practice. They didn't have a school or right, essentially uh, one of the kids who actually spoke that was recruited from Bishop Sycamore was just like, we were bamboozled. Like they gave us pamphlets. They told us what the school would look like. He was like, we stayed in a hotel for like five months um the the ad slash head coach was paying everything with bounce checks um he was like we would have to like go into myers and different places to steal and get food he was like i left my high school thinking i was coming coming to this program to make myself better he was like it was awful i didn't go to school like we only played football games we didn't practice and it was just a it was a big just it's just a big fraud you know and uh i really i really want to say here in the next three or four years somebody probably will make a fucking movie out of this shit bro i was just saying that bro you know my creative mind my first thought was like we gotta we gotta make a documentary off this asap we gotta get connected and make this happen because bro that's the silliest that's the silliest shit i've ever heard in my life bro like like to get on espn like to get on like i'm like television i don't know what the title could be you know what I mean? For the people who handle reaching out to different programs to get them on like the nationally televised, you know, uh, programs. But yeah. I'm like, you didn't do no digging to, to figure out this. You just said, OK, we got 19 D1 players, 16, whatever it was like. You didn't do no research on the players. Like if they all say, D1, you can Google their ass. Like what's true. How we missed that. I'll say in, in that person's defense, though, like you just would never assume that someone would do this. Like, I don't even. I've never, when I first heard the story, I was shocked. I was I was confused. Like, how do you make up a high school? How do you make up a football team? How did like the whole thought behind it? Like, I would if I'm in that position at, at ESPN, Fox, wherever, I'm not even thinking that is a move or a possibility. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you bro. see all these B1 players and they're playing IMG, who we know is a legit school. It's like, oh, well, cool. That's 
let's see what happens. You know what I mean? So, but it's crazy, bro. Like, like for my football heads out there, people who know football and things like that, usually before you play games, you trade film with people. Like you get a roster, you get all that information and, you know, you do a little bit of research on the team or your opponent before going into it. So I'm thinking to myself, like, did IMG do any research on the team before going into it? Or did, like, Bishop Sycamore have all their ducks in a row of, like, falsifying all this information on their players so they can give IMG a look of what they may be walking into? Like, usually you watch film before you play teams like that. Like, I don't I don't know, like, even what IMG was doing heading into the game where they were just kind of blindly going to play Bishop Sycamore. Like, just on all phases, I'm like, how did they let this happen? Like, it's 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 crazy, bro. <laughs> it looked bad on all phases. I, I think I read that Bishop Sycamore played like two two games within like a three or four day time frame yeah. or something, uh-huh. which is dangerous as hell too, as football people know. Like to play two games in that short short amount of time is nuts. Um, yeah, and they only had like thirty of- players. They playing both sides, both sides of the ball. And then I heard like a lot of the players were like from New York and stuff. Like they were like grown men almost. You know what I mean? Once you get to nineteen, like you. You 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 know you may be a sophomore in college like you really a grown man for real at this point you know what right. I mean so it's uh it's crazy man it's it's um definitely a a bad look on just sports you know what I mean like buddy like I don't I don't know what what they gonna do to buddy for doing that like it's so many like legal issues that that <laughs> that's gonna go down for having these players out here televised games like. Eh. It's ridiculous, man. So. I'll say this on, on another note, though. I kind of, in a weird way, respect the hustle. <laughs> Just the fact that they was able to get to ESPN and get like get everything together. You, you it, really it's doing your genius like, in, a, in a way, yeah, bro. The sports capital, like the like the ESPN, like you got into ESPN, dog, and you you wasn't who you said you was, but you made a way to get through it. So yeah, Devonier hats off to his creativity, and then also too. I'm kind of thinking about it too on the other side of the fence now that you say that, like yeah. maybe a good look for him too to like give these kids some hope. Like maybe, okay. maybe these are some kids that are down on their luck, you know, maybe doing something they shouldn't be doing out on the streets. And this guy gave them an avenue to, to coach football. Like, I just want to talk to the head coach to figure out like, what was his, what's his, what was he trying to get out of that? Like, you know what All I mean? Right. Was it him trying to win the championship? Was he trying to just get notarized as a coach or was he trying to help these kids, you know, get on a stage where they think they could be, you know what I mean? And get them off the street. So, I mean, it, it, it may, he might be a little activist while we playing. We might have to flip the whole, I don't whole know. Story, I mean, we don't know, man, but shout, shout to Bishop Sycamore, man. We, we might have to get the head coach on the porch, man. man. We got to reach we, out we to him. We definitely got to get him on the porch. And it's so funny because the social media don't, don't miss, bro. They was talking about, um, the linebacker, remember the linebacker from Notre Dame, bro, who had the fake girlfriend. It was like, yeah, the girlfriend. Matateo, Matateo. Yeah, Matateo. Like, it's it's funny, bro. Like, that people find find ways to go dig and pull up something, bro, to get a meme going, bro. So it's I saw it's something with Draymond Green when when he practiced with the football team, Michigan State, and it was like, this is Bishop Sycamore, this state roster. No, Bishop Sycamore's <laughs> finest. Now, now, what if what if Bishop Sycamore would have came and beat the shit out of IMG? Man. Now that's another conversation because now it's like, man, you're able to get this random group of guys together and get them at a level to where they're able to compete and beat one of the most prominent programs in the nation. That's pretty, you know, that's pretty good. But they didn't do that, man. I saw IMG, the players are making TikToks and videos of them uh, clowning Bishop Sycamore for, for beat, beating a group of grown men. This is what they were saying. Like, we beat the house of grown men. 
and we 16, Man. 17 years old. That IMG team probably can beat some D3 schools, bro. Some colleges and shit, bro. They they just be power. They just be just powerhouse, bro. Like they just reload. So yeah. I mean, it is what it is, bro. But sticking on sports, bro. Let's move to the NFL, man. Well, I mean, a lot of a lot of moves happened. Most recently, I um, was able to see Cam play his last game, unfortunately, on Sunday. Um, didn't look too good. I think the one of the last drives, he ended up throwing an interception. But in his defense, I thought it was a good pass. Um, it went the receiver's top. hands, yeah. Yeah, it did. Receiver touched the ball, but the safety was over the top. Had a linebacker overneath, so underneath. So it was definitely one of those thread-the-needle type of passes to where um, – you know, one one mistake, you know, to, uh, you know, you could possibly see an interception come and that's what happened. So obviously as a quarterback, even if a receiver drops the ball, that interception is still going on your stat sheet and they are going to blame you for that stat sheet. So um, and they, they released them. They let them go. Um, Cam Newton is probably one of my favorite players, um, you know, for for a while now. And uh, I think this is it for Cam. Um, I hate mm. to say it, but I think this is it. Um, I mean, I could probably possibly see him getting on somebody's team and, you know, being a good backup. But when I mean this is it, not meaning that, you know, nobody will pick him up, but meaning that he probably will never start in the NFL ever again. Um, and that's just my take. And unfortunately, um, I think a lot of things outside of football played into that decision as well. Um, you can even hear the old quarterback from the Patriots uh, talking about how hip hop music has played a big part in Cam's uh, lack thereof. So that was it's, crazy. It's, it's that just so much idea. bullshit, I think. It's a lot of politics that went into it as well. And then with him not really producing the way he should, it was just kind of like the icing on the cake. So um, I guess what you think, bro? I mean, what you think about Cam? You think it is it is it some some gas left in the tank? You know, did the Patriots do right by, by him? I guess what you think about that? Yeah, I mean, from what I was hearing, like Cam was having a, a like a solid camp overall. And even in the, all the preseason games, like you put it together in totality, like Mac Jones didn't like shoot like really necessarily outplay Cam. They were they were really close though. So mm-hmm. I think the fact that it's like you're a veteran guy who's kind of already reached his peak and probably won't reach that again. We got this young rookie who's we all we all know is definitely the future, and y'all playing around the same level. We might as well go ahead and go with the young guy. So right. I think that was part of it. Um, and then again, if I'm being real, you, you talk about stuff off the field. The fact that I think Cam's unvaccinated. Yeah, and I think that played a role. You're hearing a lot of that as well because last year he missed uh, some time because of COVID because he got COVID. Yep. And then this year during camp, he had missed uh, some time as well. I don't think he got COVID, but it was something – I think he uh, it was a COVID protocol like for unvaccinated crazy. people he, he, he had to miss. And during that time that he missed, Mac Jones reportedly was having an amazing practice. To, uh, yeah, string of good days, yeah. Balled out. And I think from like a, a coaching standpoint, and I know Belichick came out and said that it wasn't true and that him, his vaccination status had nothing to do with it. But if you think about the timing, it's like, well, Cam has been the starter throughout this entire camp, all the preseason games. This COVID situation happens, and then you make that decision. So to me, I think Belichick is not being fully honest here. I yeah, think that 100%. I think the COVID played a role. And it's not about like, you know, you, whether you're pro vaccine or anti, I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think it's a matter of just from a straight football standpoint with the rules that the NFL's having play for unvaccinated players is so strict to where like, if you're not vaccinated and you're a quarterback for a team, it's very, very risky. And it's a high, it's a high uh, probability that 
you, you know, you'll miss games because of something, not because you got it, but just because yeah. you broke a rule by mistake or just contact right. tracing. And quarterback is such a valuable position as the leader of the team, as an organization, it's hard to, you know, uh, uh, gamble with that, especially yep. when, when, you know, like you said, Cal, he, he's playing okay, but he's not playing like MVP Cal. So it's like, why, why risk it? And I think that's yeah. what happened. And then especially now, too, to see, like, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, bro, like, now if, if a team catches COVID, now I guess it's an automatic forfeit or something like that. So now shit is resulting in a, in a loss, potentially, too. So I, think, like, I think if majority of the players that get COVID, if the breakout is majority unvaccinated guys, then, yes, it's like a you, you have to forfeit. If the guys are vaccinated, then I think – you know, they'll, they'll, you might be able to reschedule. It's kind of some weird rules. Basically, the league is trying to make everybody get vaccinated. Just yeah. call a spade a spade. Right. Even in baseball, too. I seen, I seen yeah. fucking DPs and GMs stepping down because they, you know, are not willing to get vaccinated. And, you know, so it's bigger than Cam, you know, it's much bigger than a lot of people. So, you know, I, I, I definitely am not a person to say, hey, you have to get vaccinated. Uh, right. I, I'm vaccinated, you know, just because, you know, even if I, I mean, I think if they say it's safe, you know, just any opportunity to allow me to be safe and keeping people safe around me, that right. gives me the chance of keeping people safe. I'm gonna just live with those odds, bro. So, yeah. but I'm I'm not, not hating on anybody who doesn't because people all everybody has their thoughts and opinions on how things go and how things should work. So, yeah. um, but I, I do think though, like you know, seeing the game on Sunday, the thing that Mac Jones does not have yet is. Um, I guess that the quarter, like the NFL ability to maneuver around the pocket. Like, I don't think he understands the NFL pocket yet as to where he can get out of the pocket. He can step up in the pocket. You know what I mean? He can, you know, get away from sacks. I think he was, I think he ended up getting sacked like four times. And it's like, as soon as he gets hit, bro, he's going down. You know what I'm saying? So in the league, bro, in the league, especially where I think, you know, is becoming more D-line dominated, bro. uh, People are, people are getting to that, getting to that quarterback. So having somebody who could, you know, break a few tackles on some Ben Roethlisberger shit, Cam Newton, you know what I'm saying? That That's going to play a big part in your success as a quarterback because, you know, one thing about Cam, you're not just going to sack him in the backfield. He's going to extend the play on you. And I think a lot of good quarterbacks now have the ability to extend plays. Yeah. And I think Mac Jones is just kind of your standard old school quarterback who is like, you know, one, two, three, ball out. Or, you know, if he doesn't have a, a primary, you know, or his first, first option isn't open, he may just take that sack. So um, right. I don't think you can be successful with, with uh, being a quarterback like that in this, in this time. Yeah, man. I, I just really wish that Cam would have had a chance to play with this new Patriots team. They made a lot of offseason moves and got some, you know, actual weapons around them to where I just truly believe that he would have had a better season this year compared to last year. I think last year he kind of got thrown into the fire. He got, you know, they didn't have a, a, a fall camp right. um, or like a really a full offseason because of the COVID. And you got to think this is the same team that Tom Brady left, decided to leave. Why did he leave? Because he ain't had no weapons. It wasn't no, it wasn't a chance for him to win there. And Cam gets thrown into the fire. So this year he actually got, you know, a lot of players who set out from COVID came back. They got new additions from the offseason, draft picks, et cetera. And for him to not have a chance to just kind of showcase what he could have done or would have done, it, kind of, it, it, it sucks. You know, there's a stat, I think during the preseason, Cam Newton didn't didn't attempt one rush. Like they didn't make one rushing play for him. Which you think about Cam, like that's a part of his game. So you can't even really fully judge him how he performed 
in the preseason when you didn't even you took a, a whole part of this game mm-hmm. away from him. So, but I'm with you, man. I, like I, I think it's a wrap. Period. Like I don't think I think he's done unless somebody gets hurt in the middle of the season and they just pick him up. I don't see Cam Newton coming off the bench. He's he's too big of a mega star to just sit behind. It wouldn't even look right. He, he, he ain't been a backup since his freshman year at Florida behind Tebow. That was the last time he's been a backup. That was a long ass time ago. That was like, what was that, 08, 07? I was like in seventh grade, bro. Last time Cam was a backup. I'm a grown ass man. I'm married. I'm I'm a grown ass man and I'm married. (laughs) He ain't been a backup. Come on, bro. So shout out to Cam Newton, though, man. Regardless, even if you are done playing, you had an enormous amount of success. I mean, Heisman, national championship, went to the Super Bowl, MVP. And you made you made all types of dollars and money. I ain't counting your pockets, but you but you're comfortable. So either way, he's gonna be good. Gonna be straight, bro. So <laughs> it is what it is, man. We'll see. We'll see what uh what happens. Um, you know, it's the world we live in. Obviously, I got the news too that um Justin Fields won't be starting um going into the season, but I'm okay with that. You know, what I mean, I know a lot of um diehard Bears fans, Justin Fields fans are probably a little aggravated right now, but um, I think this is the best for him right now. Um, get those mental reps. And then when his time comes, it's going to be his time to shine and really do what he needs to do. Because first, the one thing y'all don't want to see is a quarterback getting under center in his first debut uh, against one of the best D lines in the league. And he's under distress and, you know, he's starting off rocky and shaky. So we want to make sure that, you know, we, we bring in Justin Fields, you know, warm, you know, and, and have him kind of slowly but surely work his way in there. And, um, you know, I think it'll definitely uh, benefit his career um, throughout the long haul. Now I got you. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of got mixed feelings with that situation. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I see that, you know, you don't want, you don't want to throw a guy out in the fire and then and he, he has a bad performance and it's like, dang. And, and now his confidence is shattered, right. et cetera. But then, like, we never talk about the other side. Like, what if he, what if he went out there and balled shine. out? Yeah, what if he like, shot against the Rams? Your first game. Now it's the complete opposite. Now it's like, <laughs> like I, you know, I'm that guy. Like, so I, I don't know. It's kind of we always assume the the worst, or or we fear for the worst. I'll say that. So you know, I don't like acting out on fear. I rather act out on confidence. Mm-hmm. And if you think Justin Fields, it's a fact. He's way more talented than Andy Dalton. No disrespect to Andy, don't like like we know what he what he's done. He's had some Pro Bowl seasons years ago, but kind of like we talk about Cam, like he's on a down downward spiral of his career at this point. With yeah. he's with Dallas last year, which has a pretty solid team and pretty solid weapons, and didn't do anything. So it's like I feel like they're just starting Andy Dawn because they promised him that he would have a starting position when he first got picked up. The Bears didn't think they was going to get Justin Fields in the draft. They didn't think he's going to drop that low, I don't think. So when they got him, it was like, damn, like, okay, well, we told Andy Dawn he would start, so let's give him a few games to start so we're not lying. And as soon as he performs bad, we're putting in Justin Fields. I think that's the mindset. Thanks. Oh, man. Bro, so – um I know we we headed towards the end of the show, man. Um, mm-hmm. I had a few few other things to run by you, bro. I think they a Uh-oh. little uh, you'll get a you'll get a chuckle out of hit this. So I was looking at um, the shade room, right, and they was talking about um, McDonald's, bro. So it says the Federal Trade Commission launching investigation regarding McDonald's McFlurry machines constantly being broke. So, bro, I don't <laughs> know about you, bro. I live in Indy, bro. I've been in Chicago. I've been in probably four or five other states, bro, where I have fucking went to McDonald's and they say our ice cream machine is down. 
Like, but what, what do you think is going on, bro? Like, you know how much money McDonald's is missing just because they don't have their fucking ice cream machine up, bro? Like, so many late nights, bro, where I just went with me and McFlurry, bro, and I got to drive extra two or three miles to go to Dairy Queen, bro, pay an extra four or $5, bro, for a fucking blizzard where I can just get me an Oreo McFlurry and just be straight, bro. I'm sorry. I'm a little frustrated right now, bro, because they just need to get these damn, bro, since, since the day of time, bro, I can count on my hands the times I've actually got a damn McFlurry, bro, from McDonald's. Man, bro, I, you preach, preach to the choir. Like, I don't know why they machines always fucking down. It's like either they capping, they lying because they don't, they just don't want to give you, they don't feel like working the machine. They don't want to clean them. They don't want to clean them. That might be it. Because I, I can understand how ice cream, you know what I'm saying, it can get, it get dirty immediately. Or three, it breaks and they just never get it repaired. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, it's something wrong because I'm it's bamboozled. It's not just one McDonald's, bro. It's just like our ice, cream, our ice cream machine is down. Our ice cream machine is down. Like, what, what are we doing here? Like, just take it off your menu then because you're not, you're not selling ice cream. Like, stop doing that. You know what I mean, bro? That just frustrated me, bro. So I'm glad, bro, it's gotten so bad that they launched an investigation to figure the out. FBI. To figure out why the ice cream machine is not on, bro. Somebody must have been so mad that day, bro. Just imagine pulling up somewhere, bro, and you just tasting it, bro. And you got just it in your mind, bro. And then they say, oh, I sorry, we're there. out of that are We don't have that. They probably was like, I'm about to call these motherfuckers in right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, what do you, bro, what do you think that call sounds like? Like, hey, I'm call? just recording the, uh, the, the ice cream machine is down. Like, you know, a motherfucker just had had a, a taste for a McFlurry. This is the fifth time I went up there. Like, how the FBI going to be receptive or whatever investigation team is going to be receptive to a nigga calling about the ice cream machine being down? But some, whatever they said, it must have worked, though, because they they launching an investigation. They they called the right department, and whoever they called, the motherfucking lead detective been through the same thing Facts. recently, and they were Facts. pissed off. We like, you, is this the McDonald's <laughs> over, there on, over there on 21st and Metalhofer? Okay, yeah, I've been through the same shit. I'm on. We're gonna I'm put an investigation into. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's funny, bro. So they call law and order. This investigation gonna last, bro, because uh, as, as quick as it, it took them to get the high seas back all around the country, bro. You know what mm. I mean? In different locations, bro. It should be that 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 much quicker, bro, to get them damn ice cream machines back working, bro. Because look, they make a hell of money too, bro. They they can afford it. Bro, and the funny thing about it, bro, like, as I've gotten older, like, I've steered away from McDonald's. Like, I didn't eat McDonald's as much. Like, it was damn near almost a bad McDonald's dinner had, like, a bad, like, put a nasty taste in my Stand mouth. Around, like, yeah, all, yeah. The, all, the, all the videos on Netflix, the TV shows, how they make it and stuff like that. So I was kind of steered away from McDonald's for a long time. And obviously, I got kids now. So, you know, I'm definitely going to make sure my kid is going to fuck with the nuggets. Like, you got to, it's just kind of like a rite of passage, bro. So, with that, you I know, still like nuggets. my I'm wife, we gonna, you know, I'm gonna mess with a 10 piece nugget too with sweet and sour sauce. You know what I'm saying? Barbecue too, though. Get a barbecue, please. It definitely gotta get a barbecue, okay. bro. So, you know, okay. I'm, I'm definitely falling back into the McDonald's train. So I just want them to make sure they, they got their shit straight, bro. Like, even though you a big, big chain, bro, we still can, you know what I mean? Tap you on your ass and let you know you need to tighten up. <laughs> get us some motherfucking Oreo McFlurries for real. Why <laughs> turn this bitch up? My boy Bolo getting serious about them happy meals, bro. Get, get Bolo his motherfucking toy. You want his toy? Want my toy? Want my apple slices? My apple juice and my McFlurry? And they want them fries hot and fresh. Don't give me them fries been laying around. Them nuggets gotta be fresh too, bro. Because them nuggets get soggy, bro. They get nasty. So anything from McDonald's, bro, it gotta be fresh, bro. Gotta be fresh, bro. Hey, them hash browns go crazy though. That's one thing I say. You ever eat breakfast at McDonald's? Them hash browns go. Yeah, the hash browns definitely slap. And the orange juice slap. 
Bro, I seen something, bro. It's funny, bro. I seen something on, on, online, bro. Why is orange juice so expensive, bro? Like, anywhere you go, the smallest amount of orange juice be about $7, bro. Like, bro, why the fuck is orange juice so expensive, bro? Like, what, what do they be fired? It's good, bro. Vitamin C is very essential to the body. Just, yeah, it's probably some just some real shit just make you feel good. I feel that. We'll live with that. But I'm, I'm damn near, <laughs> we'll I love orange that. juice, but I'm damn near tired of paying $15 for, you know what I mean, uh, uh, two ounces of goddamn orange juice, bro. Motherfucker be this little, bro. Got to put the straw through that motherfucker. Keep missing. I mean, that'd be six twenty-five. I'm like, damn. You know and don't let you be at the airport getting the orange juice. Motherfucker be fifty dollars. No, nah, facts. I'm facts. like, nigga, what the? I, I ain't that thirsty. Some oranges out, goddamn. <laughs> be up like throw, this. <laughs> throw me a straw in the orange. Just get to get to drinking that bitch before I be paying all that money for them damn orange juices in the airport, bro. So, I had to get that off my chest, bro. But last thing, bro, before before we hop off here, bro, obviously, Candyman came out, bro. All uh -huh. right. So, you know, growing up, you know, everybody had, like, their favorite, like, character or, like, the scariest, like, person or thing that they thought was uh, just gave them nightmares and shit like that. Um, mm -hmm. Candyman was one for me, bro. So I know a lot of people are going to see it. You know, I'm a grown man. You know what I'm saying? I can handle my own, protect my family. Something about them, bro, something about, like, the actual humans, like people who are human that are monsters are just kind of throw me off, bro. Like mm -hmm. I, I can live with like the, like the character monsters and shit. People who are like characters and shit. Freddy like, Krueger, like, Jason. Freddy Krueger, like Jason, but like a nigga like Candyman, like that's a nigga that I see every day walking down the street. Like you see a nigga like Candyman walking down the street every day and he can turn up on your ass, bro. So that's the type of shit that scared me, bro. Like I don't really fuck with all the Candyman. So I say that to say this, bro. All right. Tell me your top three uh, scary, like scary figures, like scary movies, like scary uh, characters. You know what I mean? Growing up, what was your top three, bro? Michael Myers at number one. Halloween, every Halloween, man, they, they put the throwbacks on, the new ones come out. Michael Myers, something about, you can knock him out, he just rise up like the Undertaker, he never die. He so Michael Myers, that. number one. I'm gonna go Jason, number two, man. That hockey mask, bro, do something to me as a kid. Got the blood all over. He's strong yeah. as an ox. Jason was a motherfucker, too. Jason was a motherfucker, too. And then number three. Who's number three, Bolo? I'm trying to think. Was Fre Freddy kind of funny a little bit? I don't feel like Freddy really scared oh, me as much. Freddy kind of funny. Chucky was funny as hell. Chucky Lepre was funny. Leprechaun in the hood funny as hell. He a little scary, though. A little leprechaun nigga scared me a little bit. <laughs> little Scream, I beat Scream ass. I never was scared of Scream. I beat the hell out of him. That's a regular old, that's a high school I even went to school with. I, I know Scream. I'm trying to think. <laughs> it, might, uh, it might be Jeepers Creepers on some weird shit. My nigga, hey, that's the first thing I was going to say, bro. That's the that's my first one, bro. That nigga, bro. Get those sneakers. Hey, that Jeepers Creepers nigga, bro. He have a nigga up all night, bro. That motherfucker nasty. All night, bro. He eating your organs and shit. Doing nasty shit. Yeah, he, he just on some different. He ugly. Like, he really ugly. Like, he just he just a scary figure, bro. So, I'm down there going with Jeepers Creepers, number one. Okay. Like, his movies are damn near scary, bro. Like, the shit that he was on, like, hanging from the ceiling and shit. Like, that shit just throw me all off. <laughs> Random shit. Then I'm gonna go with I'm gonna have to go with my boy Freddy, bro. Like the ability to be in your dreams, bro, and be killing your ass in your dreams. You know how many scary nightmares like I be having? Like, what's the thing called? Um, bro, oh, you, it's like you sleep, but you up. Yeah, and you can't move. Uh, ah, sleep paralysis. Sleep I think paralysis. I paralysis. Think. Yeah. Bro, the scariest shit in the world, bro. Where you like 
just up like but you sleep and your body can't move and your brain is telling your body to move and you can't move and just imagine being in that position and freddie coming to get your ass in your dream like bro have you ever been in your dream bro and you feel like you running slow as fuck man all the fucking bro, i'd be like i'd be in my dream like nigga speed up nigga you faster than this you better run like no nigga go crazy bro even so, when I'm fighting, I be swinging slow. Everything hell? be slow motion. Like, damn, nigga. Like, running like 400 pounds, nigga. Like, damn. <laughs> so it's going to be Jeepers Creepers. Freddy. Um, my boy, uh, Freddy, Freddy Krueger. Yep. And then my third one's going to be Candyman, bro. Just the fact that <sighs> a nigga can go in, the, go in the mirror, bro, and, and say his name a couple times, bro, and and you don't know what's gonna happen, bro. Do something to me, bro. I don't know. Something about let's, the mirror and your reflection. And it's, it's some more to it than people telling let's us. Let's bro. do it right now, Bolo. Right now. Nah, we ain't doing that shit right now, dog. Let's do it right now. I'm gonna go ahead and block. I'm gonna go ahead and turn Candy my man. camera off real Candy quick, man. bro. See, now nah, you tripping. See, you Candy putting that. Man. You putting that. Candy man. See, the look, lights hey, went out on that hey, I turn, Look, I turned my camera off before you got to five. Bro, the lights three, went out, whatever bro. number it is. I ain't saying his name even one damn time. Did you see the lights go out? Am I tripping? Yeah, you tweaking, bro. You tweaking. I'm good over here. Hey, Chase God. Chase God. Hey, it's funny. Look, look. Soon as you, hey, soon as you, uh, soon as you go see a scary, some scary shit, you be like, man, Chase God. Hey, hey, I'm praying hey. tonight. God got me. God hey, got me. I'm covered in the blood. My God is awesome. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it'd, be hey, it'd be so funny though. Like everybody be on the same shit. As soon as you see something scary, bro, you damn near gotta turn on like some bubble guppies or something. Like you gotta turn on something that's just soothing to your brain. Like you cannot go to sleep on some scary mm -hmm. shit, bro. Like no matter how, if you're not scary, bro, like just the way the brain works, bro, you will be in that bitch dreaming about it, bro. No cap. Bro, I turn all the lights on in that motherfucking house. Like if I'm by myself watching a scary movie, I'm all the lights on, I'm putting on some happy music, some Bruno Mars. Like we we gonna end this night off right. Facts, bro. Man, hey, before we get off here, man, I just want to let y'all know that shout out to the Virgos. All right, I am not a Virgo. All right, but a lot of people, my wife's a Virgo, my son's a Virgo. Um, mm. my newly uh entered into the world nephew, Landon Jones, Landon Low Jones. All right, he's a Virgo, he's born yesterday. Um, shout out to my brother Brandon and his wife Brittany for bringing that beautiful bundle of joy in the world. We got the Bless Virgos, him. baby. I know it's a lot of y'all, all right? So shout out to all of y'all. You know what I mean? It's birthday season for y'all. So yeah. my family going to be in my pockets, but I love to see them smile. I <laughs> love to see them happy. You know what I mean? So shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all, man. My pop's birthday, September 18th. Is the 18th. Are you still a Virgo on the 18th? Virgo, yeah. You Virgo. Yeah, you a Virgo. Shout out to my pop's, man. September 18th, Virgo, man. So yeah, man. We hey, did it again, hey, bro. Hey. Hey, you know, if you tuned in, you rocking with the best boy. You already know it's your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo. And I'm pulling up to the porch. I'm never leaving if I ain't got my dog. D-Nail, Big Smitty, D-Money, D-Weezy, D-Whatever. This is the porch. Subscribe to everything. We on Apple. We on Google Podcasts, Google mm. Play, Spotify, mm. Anchor. Mm. I'm so excited right now, man. I just know that y'all going to love. Love on us, man. Show support, man. Peace, blessings, and love. Just let you let's just let y'all boys know if you stay in the same place, you're not getting better, all right? Don't feel comfortable. Keep going. Keep moving. Keep grooving. Love God. Love your friends. And we out. Peace. I was riding, riding, never plotting. Always knew I would make it. I'm locked in. Locked in, never stopping. I got money, they act like they like me. Foreign women, expensive and pricey. Doing things I ain't seen and it's shocking. Yeah, they love me, they like how I'm rocking. Showing love since the day that I got it. Yeah, yeah. Every day finding ways to make profit. Yeah, yeah. In the booth, for street court making hot shit. Yeah, I drop it. Play my shit in the club, gotta watch it. While the niggas be looking and plotting, they step in the game and they catch us around.
Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.